Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, here we are. Hey, hey. How's it going, Kirk? It's going pretty good. well, yeah. Maybe good. maybe found a place to live, so well, feeling good. good about that. That's always good. Not that anyone out there cares, but, I you know. Think, I think people care. Someone cares. Yeah. I care. Oh. oh, who was that? Alan. I'm the one who cares. Oh, no. <laughs> We have a guest, guys. Is there someone in here? There is. It's uh, my friend Patrick. Say hi, Patrick. Hi, I'm Patrick. Uh, <laughs> maybe you could introduce me with all my accolades. Yes, like oh, they boy. do on... Um, <laughs> he, you know him as the manager of a uh, coffee shop in Portland. And What's, I'm not sure which one it is, but oh, he's the manager say. there. Yeah. You know him as former pastor <laughs> at... <laughs> We don't need to talk about that. About chur- at churches. <laughs> yeah. At churches? Yeah. Uh, your quintessential Portland man. Barista with an art degree. <laughs> Patrick Daler. Patrick Daler's here, everybody. <laughs> Patrick Daler left us a nice voice message a few weeks ago about um, the album we're going to be talking yes. about today. But first, the more important part, the, the, the only reason I do this podcast. <laughs> What are we all drinking today, boys? Uh, I've got a local one, uh, the Fanzine from Fort George. Yeah. They just put out with a new label. Oh, Pretty yeah. cool, yeah. I've got, uh, Patrick was nice enough to stop by John's Market in Portland before he came out, and uh, it was very sweet of him to pick beers from our respective home states. So he got me, like, the, the only, I think, probably nationally distributed <laughs> brewery out of Wyoming. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Melvin, he got me the Star Valley IPA, and it's delicious. I should mention that I do have a second beer in, uh, in the batting, batting warm-up here uh, <laughs> that Patrick brought me from Surly. Which we've uh, mentioned a yeah. couple of times we on have, the podcast yes. so uh-huh. far. And I do love Surly, so yes. thank you, Patrick. I also love Surly. I'm drinking a buoy from your home state. Uh, right, you were born here. I was born here. Cool. Yeah, I nailed it this time. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> born in Astoria, but I might as well have been. Uh, I'm drinking their Hellas Lager. It's tastes, a really good. Tastes beer. like a yeah. graham cracker. Yeah. yeah, those are good. Anyway, as you know, Patrick, we're not here to talk about beer, even though it's fun. It's more fun to drink, though. It is. We're here to talk about music. And what are we talking about this week? What have you been listening to, Patrick? Oh, I've been listening to the band formerly known as The OCs, their album Floating Coffin. I've never heard this. Never heard it. Never heard of them. All right. No. Maybe you've heard of one of their 15 other names. <laughs> yeah. I, that was one thing I learned yeah. <laughs> for sure. I went, Let's, yeah, because <laughs> even on, on Wikipedia, they're, they're what, OCs or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's always a different spelling. and Yeah, yeah. let's get into that. Yep. So uh, these guys, I'm just going to call them these guys because their name could change by the time we're done uh-huh. recording this episode. <laughs> They're mostly boys. Yeah. Uh, formed in San Francisco in 1997. Uh, it was a
was an outlet for the guitarist slash lead singer John Dwyer. Uh, he wanted to release some experimental home recordings and uh, he decided to form this group. Um, they have changed their lineup and their name several times. Uh, started out as Orinoca Crash Suite, OCS, Orange County Sound, the OCs, the OCs, <laughs> the OCs, <laughs> and OCs. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like you spelled it wrong in your notes. It's uh, currently O-S-E-E-S. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that was, you got to keep up. That was about a year ago. <laughs> I'm not they as changed cool their name as again. you. I'm not as cool as you. Uh, anyway. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that this album, it said, is their eighth album and fourteenth overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, really wanted to release some experimental home recordings and uh, had, <laughs> a, had a lot of them ready wow. to go. Probably uh, the album in question, "Floating Coffin," was released on April sixteenth, two thousand thirteen. I could not find a ton of information about who produced it. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming mm-hmm. he did, but uh, I could be wrong. Yeah. I know he recorded it in Sacramento uh, with a fellow who's worked on a lot of Ty Siegel albums. Oh, okay. Yeah, I um, saw as a uh, Chris Woodhouse. Yeah, is that did engineering, mixing, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I think John Dwyer is who you'd call the producer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just say one one uh, more fun thing about him? Of course. Uh, I was so the the OCs put out or sorry, excuse me, OCs <laughs> put out a record in 2020 um and then they put out another record in 2020 they do that a lot and john dwyer also started two bands in 2020 that put out records wow so that just kind of gives you a feel for like how uh, prolific yeah. this man is this is one friends. dude released four a- albums in a year that's crazy yeah. and some of them are good some of them <laughs> yeah, i mean if you're putting out that much music they can't all be good i guess <laughs> right but um i like the bass guitarist name yeah. Petey damn it. Petey damn it. Yeah. With an exclamation point. <laughs> With an exclamation point, yeah. <laughs> Petey damn it. Petey damn it. Shall we just uh, get into well, it? I think we shall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we wasted enough time already. Oh, we weren't going <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> We've had some issues today, but. But what else? But is here new? we are. Yeah, right? What else? What, I mean, what you, 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 didn't, you, you didn't not earn the name Janky Gang, so. Without us being, Without us being janky, janky as, as hell. hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. It's almost like we planned it. <laughs> All right, friends. How about I Come From the Mountain? left us that message it was right after listening to our white reaper episode correct yes so i i could definitely see why this 
or that episode made you think of this band. Mm-hmm. Um, when I listen to OCs, they're like a tighter White Reaver to me. I, I think they just, I mean, they've been around a lot longer, first mm-hmm. of all. Um, but it just sounds like they know where they want to go with all their music. And that's something I think that I, I was lacking with, with White Reaper. Mm-hmm. You know, so. so, yeah, I kind of uh, had that uh, premonition or whatever, because you said White Reaper, and I was like, well, this must be similar. And, uh, yeah, this first song right off the bat, I was like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I see it. Um, but I will say, first song right off the bat, I was kind of like, not, not, not that it's bad, but not my genre. Sure. That kind of like super fuzzy kind of punk. Yeah. Uh, well, I know you're a lyric guy. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So you, you can't understand a word he's saying because <laughs> it's very fuzzy. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying too. Is like I'm not saying like, oh my god, this is terrible. And I never on this podcast, I never say that. I don't want to. But I was just like, yeah, this just isn't my. Not the type of music I would normally yeah. seek out. Totally so, valid. Yeah. But, I'm saying but. So, and, and my assumption was, when I've listened to bands like this, the whole album's going to sound like this. Yeah. But, I'll tell you right now, it does not. So. Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah. And, and without giving, like, too much away as far yeah. as how I feel about this album, uh, listening, I love that White Reaper album. Yeah. I really loved it at a certain time in my life. Listening to this album, I thought this will be what you guys liked about that album, and probably better, <laughs> probably yeah. help you feel better about this album than you felt about that one. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and like that one, I didn't, again, didn't hate it. Sure, but yeah, it was, yeah. So there's there's one thing that I've always really liked about you, Patrick, is that you are constantly exploring music, finding new stuff. I think. <laughs> Basically, any music that I started listening to for the first maybe two years after I moved here was something that you gave to me. No way. So I usually, I think you might have taken my external hard drive at one point. Hey, you guys remember external hard drives? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you took it at one point and you just threw a bunch of music on totally. it. Totally. And so um, I know like towards the beginning of a year, I always go to your Spotify profile and check out like your year kind of wrap up playlists. I appreciate that. I'm like, there's always going to be something on there that I've never heard that I know I'm going to like. So that's awesome. Do you find though that sometimes that a lot of bands get lost in the kind of process? Like, do you remember the reason I'm asking is, do you remember like the first time you heard these guys or what drew you to them? Oh yeah. Well, we could talk about this now, or we could talk about it a bit later. We're only on the first song, but uh, I really did not like this band when I first heard about them. Okay. Partially because they're so prolific, mm-hmm. I heard some of their songs and I was like, "This is trash." <laughs> but um, but long story short, um, one of my good friends that I got to know maybe maybe two years ago now or less, um, she's a huge OCs fan, and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see them live tonight." And I kind of acted like, oh, I've heard of them, but really I hadn't listened to their music. I do that all the time. And <laughs> specifically in the pandemic times, when I haven't been able to go to see live music, I've just been obsessed with their YouTube videos because oh. they put on amazing live shows. So really, I feel almost like a poser coming and talking about this band because I love them so much. 
and I've only been a fan for like a year and a half, but I've been listening to them nonstop yeah. just to get that energy and to get that feeling of what it used to be like to go to a rock show. Mm. I, yeah. I get that. And as far as the poser thing, don't even worry about it. No. I'm pretty sure we've, yeah. we've talked about albums we've only been familiar with for like a year. Sure. So Yeah, I try to kind of dive deep, but sometimes it's like, especially if I want to bring up an album that's newer, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I might pick something that, yeah, I've only been listening to for a year yeah, or two. Like when I brought up Billie Eilish. Oh, like, sure. Totally, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like, I obviously, she hasn't even been around long yeah. enough uh-huh. to, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, that's cool. I, I found a quote from John Dwyer. You guys probably found it, too. Uh, he said that these songs on this album occur in a mindset of a world that's perpetually war-ridden. Mm, saw, I did see that, yeah. I don't know what that means, because I think, I don't know if he meant that in, like, a fictional sense, or if he was talking mm-hmm. about our planet. Well, but. Maybe both? Probably both. Yeah. Because like maybe the, like a sensation or like a romanticized version of that. Or maybe. Because the next song, and we'll talk about it once we play it, in the title, I'm wondering about something. So Okay. And I could not find verification. Hmm. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, so let's, let's move on. So track number two is called Toe Cutter Thumb Buster. <laughs> What do you got, Kirk? What are you thinking over there? So, like you said, you were talking about that quote in a world that's war-ridden, and he talked about Toe Cutter, who is from Mad Max. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if that is what he's referencing, or yeah, they, maybe. or, you know, mm-hmm. but I just, I saw Toe Cutter, and I was like, oh, maybe Mad Max Like reference? the original Mad Max? Yeah. Oh. I've Do only you... seen the new one. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I, I have never seen a single Mad Max. What? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Kirk. But I, I do know. Do you know what year the first Mad Max takes place in? <laughs> yeah. I just found this out. 2021. Yes. Uh, oh, I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready. I'm ready to sure. like. I've got my flamethrower guitar. Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. that and that one is so good. <laughs> that the new movie. Ah, oh, yeah. Not even new anymore. It. But I'm. I've just heard the sounds of a, all 30. Of our listeners yelling at their <laughs> phones. I love that series so, so much. When I counted, they have released 25 non-single albums since wow. their inception. 
25 wow. LPs. 25 LPs. Wow. And 2020 was not the only instance of them releasing more than one album in a year. Mm -hmm. That is a they massive a catalog. Lot. And so if you hadn't mentioned this band and this specific album, I probably never would have listened to them because that many albums is intimidating. It's too much. Where do you start? It's like mm -hmm. when I listen to a podcast that's been established and been around for a while and they've got hundreds of episodes, I almost don't want to listen to them because I'm like, I don't know where to start. Yeah. Totally. Which is why I'm a fan of podcasts that have best ofs. <laughs> so, oh, sure. You know, yeah. like, uh -huh. like, that's how I got into Comedy Bang Bang. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. it's been around for 10 years, so they have best ofs, and I'm like, oh, sweet. I can kind of get an idea of what this is like. So, yeah, I, like I said, if you hadn't brought these guys up, I it never would have occurred to me to even listen because I'm like, 25 albums is a lot. Sure. And... And the fun thing about this band is uh, they they really they stick within a similar genre for sure. There's yeah. a lot of that garage, a lot of that psych rock influence, mm -hmm. some punk influence. Um, but after this album, they really go in almost a thrash kind of way, oh. um, where it gets it gets even heavier and hmm. um, and even less melodic hmm. and uh, and. They're just going places. Huh. And, and before this okay. album, um, you have also many different changes. They started out as a freak folk group. And <laughs> <Okay>. so, um, <laughs> you know, you hear that that uh, female voice in the background, mm -hmm. Bridget Dawson. Um, uh, the two of them, they uh, were just kind of like a folk duo singing weird songs about death and murder. And now they're this crazy psych rock band. Like, Four, 14 albums later. Like starting out, they'd be like... Ye a band you'd find at like Seattle Folk Festival, truly, like, like uh, Blackbird Rom or something. Sure, yeah. truly. <laughs> uh, like there was probably a washboard in the band at some point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so where do you even start with a band with that many different sounds right. and that many different albums? That's why I chose this one is because I think uh, it is so, in my opinion, so good from start to finish. Yeah, it's 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 really accessible, mm -hmm. and I think it. At least in where our episodes come, this was a good time to do it because sure. we're just coming off of like Jay Riotard and, uh -huh. sure. and White Reaper was, you know, a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. But we've already got a couple of albums that sound like this sure. under our belts. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. And, I, and this is where I say so that first song, then we get this one. This song sounded. To me, quite a bit different than that first one. Oh yeah. So, and I loved the guitar and bass. Me in too. That. The, 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 that kind oh, of grindy uh, number two. Yeah. Sorry, I thought yeah, you were the, about the, the one we just played. Yeah. 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 So when when that came on, then I was like, okay, yeah. I'm a little more down with this <laughs> this sound, you know. Yeah, man, their bass player owns. Sure. He's so good. Yeah, and and also so much of what John Dwyer's doing on the guitar is also so bassy. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yes, uh, I was. I, I play guitar, and so I was trying to figure out how to play this song on my acoustic guitar, and they just have so many pedals, yeah, it doesn't so much texture, the same, that yeah. literally on my acoustic guitar, it's just three notes. Uh -huh. It's nothing. It's nothing at all. Plink, yeah. plink, 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 yep. plink, plink, plink. Right. <laughs> it's like, on the other hand, if you try and play a Jay Riotard out, a song on your acoustic guitar, that works, because... It's like Joe brought up yeah. on that episode. You can hear acoustic in the background, like yeah. you oh, know, yeah, so. yeah. Uh -huh. you yeah. Got that mandolin. So right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's let's move on, move on to the title track. This is track number three, the 
well, I guess it's not the title track. They put a, another uh, word in there. A V. <laughs> v <laughs> floating v. coffin. one thing we can if, if you look up the lyrics to this entire oh, album yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's very sparse yes <laughs> yes i think this song uh it's maybe just like i know one of the songs had like four lines right yeah. yep so this specific track yeah that's only like <laughs> two paragraphs of four lines or two stanzas <laughs> of four lines each and I think that's awesome. I think I wrote it down on a later sure. song, but like, yeah. it, I love that the lyrics are minimal because it makes you pay more attention to the instruments. Sure. Sure. Um, with this one, I only wrote down three words. I wrote down fun, manic, and, yeah. and dirty. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, totally. it's doing it for me. Okay. It makes me more confident in maybe in the near future bringing you black midi. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I guess obviously I don't know that. That one, was so. uh, that was my album of the pandemic. Cool. Really? Yeah, cool. because it's just so weird and it made me so uncomfortable and it was like an audio personification of how last year went. Oh. So very. Now I'm curious. I, I, as soon as I'm confident, we won't alienate listeners <laughs> with that album because it is very strange. Oh. Yeah. You might win over some total nerds. Probably. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I I think I said in my audio message to you guys. Let's hear it again. <laughs> I, I think I said in my uh, in my audio message to you guys uh. that uh, I was like, really fun album, cool as hell. The lyrics might be kind of dumb. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, I think right. you did say and, that. Uh, <laughs> and it's so funny because when I recorded that, I had never looked into the lyrics. I, like lyrics really aren't that important to me okay. until I've listened to an album like 30 times sure, through okay. and I can actually start thinking about what they're trying to say. Uh, and the way these vocals are recorded, you can barely hear them. It's not the oh, point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, clearly not the point. Yeah. yeah if and it was the point, he wouldn't have so many effects on, you yeah, know, like, truly. The, like the slapback, like echoey, uh-huh. like fuzzy yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if I had to describe the lyrics for this whole album, I would say, um, like, doing acid Mad Libs. <laughs> acid like, Mad Libs. my brain is in the sky, everything is twirly. You know, that could be <laughs> one of the lyrics. I don't know for sure. And I thought you were quoting one of the songs. No. So. I did too. Yeah, no, that's, that's Acid Mad Libs. There we go. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that's great and i think i should start writing songs that way because lyrics are always the hardest part of writing music for me so i should just like put a ton of effects on my voice and i can literally just 
probably insult people in the audience and mm-hmm. they'd never know. Sure, sure. Like, Kirk, that shirt is dumb. I love it. No, I'm just kidding. That shirt's what a great. Shirt. That shirt's great. I mean, I <laughs> like I like the shirt. No, I'm just glad I'm it's big not. Big fan. I I will play bass in that band. Cool. Let's That's do all it. I'm saying. There you go. I just I'm just <laughs> glad it's not your poem zone shirt. I almost wore that one. <laughs> then I was like, nah, I'll wear my yellow the one. The worst lyrics he's ever written. Oh, get well. But you'd never know because that album or that episode didn't make it. Oh, everyone at home has no idea what we're talking about. No, I'm wearing a Father John Misty shirt. So yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just talking about how that we did an episode on Father John yeah. Misty that that was one of the ones we lost. Lost the time. Oh, it was. Yeah, let's oh, pour one that's out. Right. Pour one out for FJM. No, oh, we're gonna take a pour one out for Josh. Take a moment of silence for that episode and the. Uh, Harvey Danger. Harvey Danger. Oh, man. Yikes. Those were so good. <laughs> Can I just say, as a listener at home, I'm not at home now, but as someone who has listened in my home, uh, I'm just really shocked, like, what happens while you guys are listening to the music. I've always wondered when the music's playing, what's happening. Oh, <laughs> we are <laughs> literally just sitting here. No, I mean. <laughs> sometimes we're, yeah. Sometimes Whoa, you're yeah, ripping off the headphones and dancing with your shirts off, too. Almost, yeah. 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 I'm not I mean, saying I saw it happen, but I might have. No, no, I took my pants off. Yeah, yeah, I can dance way better that way. <laughs> yeah, and I and all I'm doing when he does that is taking pictures from yes. the Facebook page. Yes, so. which is fantastic. Actually, that's going to be behind the paywall once we have one. Oh, of those. The, yep. the pantsless ones have to be. Yeah, those are those are special. Feet pics too. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're, Kirk is definitely on Wiki Foot. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll draw the logo on the bottom of my foot and. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. That that went off the rails. A little bit. A little bit. What's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Okay. Do you want to bring us into this next track, Patrick? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Okay, cool. Oh. Uh, track number four is called No Spell. <laughs> Again, we, we've mentioned Oops. this a few times uh, with a few different bands. It's so hard to know when to turn the music yeah. down well, if when there's it's no chores. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I already said I, I really like minimal lyrics uh, because I already have a hard time picking out the lyrics in a lot of songs anyway. So if there's not a lot for me to try and figure out, I'm enjoying the music more. 
And I really like the kind of droning quality of this one. Like, it doesn't totally. really go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. Do you guys know Why Does Boy Alive? Yes. Uh, vaguely. So yeah, I used, used to listen to it. So they, they, you know, Kings of Convenience? Oh, yeah. So it's one of the guys from that band, Why Does Boy Alive. They've got a song called Don't Give Up that s reminds me a lot of this song. Hmm. And if you'll pause this, I'll play it. I yeah. promise I'm not rickrolling this uh, time. That's uh, uh, funny. I was listening to that episode just, I think it was yesterday, <laughs> and I totally you. forgot. And you went to play that, and then I was like, oh, my God, that's right. So, <laughs> yeah, this is Don't Give Up. I'm just, again, going to play it into the microphone, but. I don't know. There's something about that. Like that's sure, the whole song. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of just drums and like yeah. a bass and like a little bit of like a Rhodes. <laughs> totally. Um, and I just kind of got the same vibe. Totally different genres. Like they don't sound anything alike other than that. But um, yeah. I don't know. But, but they I, both collaborated with Feist. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone could collaborate with Feist at one point, that's right? That's true. Truly. 2005 was a wild year. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, girl gets on one iPod commercial and she thinks she can just sing uh -huh. whoever she wants. <laughs> All right. What do you think? Should we? We're nearing the midway point. Yeah, I say we do uh, this next one. This one and take a break. All right. This is strawberries one and two. That strawberries one plus two. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's we're in strawberries one zone right now. Oh, it's, we're about it's, to get to strawberries. Oh, two. Strawberries one. You're and right. Then no, you're right. Two. Because I did mm. notice that that it's kind of like two songs. Yeah, this might be the longest song on. Yeah, the it's record. almost six minutes long. This is only thirty. This whole album is only thirty-nine minutes yeah. long. Perfect. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's well, especially for the podcast too. Yes. Yeah. You know, a good length. Uh huh. All um, I can think of is, Jay, Jay Riotard, is that you? <laughs> I got, uh, and it might just be because I did a deep dive on his album recently, but it, you know, John Dwyer's kind of using like the two different voices that oh, yeah, Jay does is. a lot sure, of the time. Sure, sure. Yeah. Here's, I think this is Strawberries too. 
Yeah, I love how, uh, one of the things I love about this band is how they can kind of go from that garage punk sound mm. to more of a really vibey, psychedelic mm -hmm. kind of... Almost like stoner rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for totally. sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I I hate to say it, I'm, I kind of feel like a total bro saying this, but I feel <laughs> like this album and this band is like perfect beer drinking music. Oh, sure. Like, this kind of music makes me want to be at a dive bar, drinking a PBR, maybe like outdoors on a patio, just being a hooligan. Okay. Yeah. You're that, I see that. You're that guy who goes to a bar with a Touch Tones jukebox, and you try and find, you try <laughs> uh, and find something like this, hell don't you? Yeah. I literally put track two, Toe Cutter, on at a dive bar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like last time I was at a bar that was a, before the world fell apart. Yeah. I, awesome. I literally did that, and people seemed happy about it. Hey, there we go. This is yeah, good. I yeah, this is that. good I could... beer drinking music. You know, it, you know, it's funny. I love stoner rock so much. Never listened to it stoned. I have never been high. I would see the appeal rock. of it. I could see the appeal. I just haven't done sure. it. Yeah. Because I never smoke weed ever, kids. Yeah. I also never smoke <laughs> weed ever. And well, you're uh, a former pastor. So. I've never <laughs> been able to <laughs> understand the uh, appeal of stoner rock. Uh, and I thought maybe... If somebody did get stoned, and I uh, have a friend who did, and tried that, they said it was the same thing. Oh, really? <laughs> Couldn't yeah. get into it. Oh, there oh. you go. Couldn't get into huh. it. I kind of want to try it though, because I don't know. There's just something about it that I like. I, I think I like kind of droning, like sludgy. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. It just next next album you guys do, Sleep. Oh. The band Sleep. Okay. I'm, Classic stoner. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm aware because I have some friends that are like deep into the stoner rock stuff. You have some friends and, who partake? Oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I've uh, been introduced to them, but only a little bit, because that's also not my, like, genre. Sure. I don't know. Makes, I mean... It makes really good... And again, I'm, uh, I'm also going to sound like a bro when I say this. <laughs> OCs to beer drinking is like stoner rock to lifting weights. <laughs> It's, sure, it's really sure. good weightlifting music. Okay. Because it is kind of just steady tempo. You can yeah. just kind of like do your reps to the tempo of the. Well, and you. you I'm going to shut up now. I really sound like a no, bro. I'm but, just going to. No, because I always <laughs> think of a band that I introduced you to that you said you liked to work out to that was that is very, very grindy. Who's that? And that's Windhand. Ooh, yeah. Windhand is for sure Stoner Rock. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember. That was. Two years ago. It might have been like the early days of our friendship. I think it was. And yeah. I was like, you got to listen to this band, Windhand. And and you you told me, you're like, yeah, I work out to them. But okay. And that might yeah, have been yeah. like two years ago. That so. was a while back. But um, I'm really glad this song's super long because we've been talking over we it have. for yeah. um, four minutes, maybe. But so I was just going to say one thing before we take Please. off here. Uh, just that, like you said, like this would be good drinking music. That's sometimes something I don't do on the podcast. Is I'm listening to it, like, from an almost academic point of view, you know, where I'm yeah. studying the music, and sometimes I I don't think of that like that way to be like, well, wait a minute, what if I'm not listening to it in that context? What if I was just Seriously. outside having a beer? And I should get fucked up to this, right? Exactly. <laughs> so so I'm saying I could have an I could have an album that I'm like, eh, not my thing. But then you put it in that context, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, if I came to your house and you had me, a, yeah, gave me a beer and turned this on, I might be like, yeah, this is great, uh -huh. you know. So yeah. I'm just saying that's it. Sometimes 
for the podcast, I don't take myself out of that right. frame of mind. So. Sure, yeah, I do take it. Uh, I think maybe subconsciously that's why our first pass through an album is usually when we're doing something yes. else. Yes. I'm almost always doing the dishes when I listen to an album you give me just sure. because I'm not paying too much attention yep. to it. Uh-huh. You know, like it's not a very intensive thing to do the dishes, but it <laughs> is distracting enough that Exactly. You know, I'm not like, oh, what was the meaning behind that lyric there? Yeah. Like, no. And that's why I say I'm I, I always. To, I'm trying to get yeah. sauce off of this dish. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's me here. You know, I'm cleaning a bathroom or something at work and I've got my headphones in. So, yeah. It's first listen, for sure. Then I get a little deeper in, but yeah. So, we'll go to break and I'm going to have a hot take on some of these. All right. Oh. Can't wait. All right. I love <laughs> Come hey. back for the hottest takes. It's just a, a thought, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, oftentimes Kirk's hot takes are really just lukewarm. Okay, it's a lukewarm take. (laughs) Warm at best. It's only because he says what he really feels, and then he goes, I'm sorry for saying that. (laughs) 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 I think it's pure about right, too. Oh, man. All right. Let's all go pee, and we'll be back. (laughs) Not not together. Oh, okay. We're not crossing streams? No. You never cross the streams. (laughs) Hi everybody at You've Never Heard This. My name is Matt from the Nighthawks Podcast. And I'm Trevor from the Nighthawks Podcast. We're asking with some incredulity, you've never heard the Nighthawks Podcast? You mean the Nighthawks Podcast, the cinema-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late? The very same Nighthawks Podcast that gives you valuable context on film and covers new movies and old movies? The Nighthawks Podcast also covers movies we love. And movies nobody loves. You like how we keep saying Nighthawks Podcast? Nighthawks Podcast. You can find Nighthawks Podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. And we also cover movies from Norway. Nighthawks Podcast. The movie nobody loves is Shark Week. And we're back. We are back. Alan, this is a note to you. To make sure that this is the right segment you put in the episode. Hi, uh, Alan. Because last... Hey, feature Alan. Last week, <laughs> for some reason, my fat thumbs picked the first half of the, oh, Lu- the yeah. Ludo episode instead of the second half of the Beck episode. And so, <laughs> again, I'm listening to our own episode and just mortified that I made this huge mistake. Anyway, Patrick... In addition to the voice message we received from you a few weeks ago, <laughs> we got an email from you after our Allison Chains episode, and the subject line of the email and the body of the email said the same exact thing. It said, Allison Chains is grunge. And my oh, response my response oh, to you was oh, let's duke it out on oh, the podcast. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 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 Here's the thing. This <laughs> podcast. So first of all, we said there were going to be hot takes, but you didn't yeah. think it was going to be from Patrick. This was yeah. Yeah. This podcast is two nice boys. What you need <laughs> is one mean guy yeah. in this podcast think, lineup, and that's going to be me right now. I think you're right. <laughs> um. Here's the thing. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. I was obsessed with grunge, especially in high school. I was totally obsessed with grunge. But I wasn't alive very much during the grunge era. I was like three years old when Kurt Cobain died. So I was mostly listening to grunge like from what websites told me was grunge. So I really had to wrestle with you nice boys talking about how <laughs> Alice in Chains is not grunge. I really wrestled with it. And I really 
you know, search within my heart, is this true? <laughs> and it's not true. So I had to cyber bully you, you and did. send you an email <laughs> and say, Alice in Chains is grunge. But why? Uh, why do you think this? Okay, well, As, what aside, is... Aside from yeah. the fact that they were just out of Seattle in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. What is grunge? Grunge is... So, <laughs> that's... I think that's the, oh, the God, question you, you would have to start you with. It's murky, suck, right? Patrick. It's uh, murky for sure. Well, uh, every time someone talks about how game-changing Nirvana was, they talk mm-hmm. about how Nirvana's music was in... It was a response to how gl- like glamorized and, and commercial metal had become. Sure. My When I say Alice in Change isn't as grunge as they're made out to be it's because they still have a lot of like the metal elements sure and and anytime i think that i think of the guitar solo from them bones i mean it's just it is just so quintessential like late 80s early 90s shred on the guitar solo and Again, I'm really only familiar with that era of the band. I don't know if they evolved from that at any point. Uh, so I'm I'm still gonna respectfully disagree with you. Sure. Well, Even though you haven't told me yet why they are yeah. grunge, you just asked me what grunge. I think is. we should so do. So I don't think you really know. <laughs> sure. I think we should do jar of flies and see Ooh. what you think of that. So okay. Good. All right. Because yeah, you talk point. about them like moving away from that sound, they like abandoned that sound mm-hmm. for that album. So, yeah, I would like to see. Because you know what? Now that I think of that album, I could maybe look at Jar of Flies and say, "Wait a minute! Now this is more. Maybe that would be more grunge to you." Mm-hmm. So, so, so what is grunge to you, so, Patrick? And why does Alice yeah. in Chains fit that mold? Well, I'll say what's what's always been weird to me about grunge is that when I was diving into it as a kid with the internet on dial-up, is that you've got Nirvana is grunge, and then you've got Soundgarden. It's like this huge grunge band, mm-hmm. and they could not be more different. Especially early Soundgarden is like. Mm-hmm. So, um, just the way Chris Cornell uses his voice mm-hmm. is like... Oh, he's very metal. It's like, Yeah, almost, and it's, yeah, just, it's just so kind of, different yeah. from Nirvana. And Pearl Jam is so different from the two of those. And um, so I really do feel like it is that time and that place of alternative rock music that makes it grunge. It was alternative to what was happening. It was a very different sound from what people were doing before that time. And they were all in Seattle. Okay. No, and I, 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 I get where you come from. Oh, sorry. Furthermore, yeah. furthermore, I think there's a vocal, uh, there's a vocal technique that a lot of grunge bands use that, like Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, is famous for. It's <laughs> almost like <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> almost like <laughs> it's almost like he's trying to swallow an entire orange while he's singing. Okay. He just opened his throat up. So according to that <laughs> logic, would you call Creed a grunge band? Creed is post grunge. <laughs> okay. Creed is a ripoff of what grunge was. Okay. But. That's beside the point. I see. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I think Lane Staley from Alice in Chains does that same vocal thing. Sure. Where he's got this amazing voice. He doesn't really need to do that, but he does that same thing where he opens his voice in a very deep, throaty Mm -hmm. timbre while he's singing. I get it. Interesting. I think it it bears all the marks of grunge. You might even have have swayed me with that argument. 
You know what? I think I could see both sides. So not to so, be that guy, but my takeaway. <laughs> I'm going to do a little active listening here. What I hear you saying is, oh, um, <laughs> grunge cannot exist without the time or place. You know, they they there. It's a symbiotic relationship. The genre exists with Seattle in the early. Like it's just it's not necessarily a genre of music so much as it is like just the time and the place where that music was coming from. Sure. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think like nineties alternative, um, you can kinda almost use that interchangeably. nineties alternative yeah. and grunge. It's it's almost the way it's almost yeah. the way that the term Brit pop mm-hmm. encompasses mm-hmm. so many different kinds of bands. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, furthermore I recently was at a family get-together of my girlfriend's family. They are a, ver- a real family. This is a real story. And her, uh, I don't believe cousin's husband, her cousin's husband uh, is your classic Gen Xer who loves grunge and like lived in the grunge era, went to all the shows, seen everybody live, and I asked him three days ago. Oh boy, oh boy. Is Alice in Chains grunge? And he's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, so my asshole friend so I know a guy. Has, <laughs> so I know a guy who said <laughs> Here, Here's an email if you'd like. <laughs> Could you yeah. cyber bully these guys? Here's their, here's their email. That's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, you know what, you guys? We're not here to talk about grunge. Uh, we were a little bit, actually. <laughs> I know. I actually only had him on the podcast specifically to hash that out. Yeah. That this is just the album is just a front. Yes, yeah. we're that cool was, again now. Yeah, yeah. We're okay, cool. but Phew. only because I agree with him. <laughs> if I had continued to disagree, this friendship would be over. Oh right? man, yeah. It's just how I roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see how that could have turned out. Fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right, we're back. Should we play the poor people some music? The what? <laughs> poor, our poor people, our poor listeners, I guess is what I meant. Oh, I thought you said, can't, should we play some poor people's music? And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> Everyone in this band does not have money. <laughs> it's true. <They're, laughs> yeah. Yeah. This poor band, the poor people band. Yeah, let's do it. Let's play right. track number six. Oh. It's called Maze Fancier. Mostly like that, with, with minimal lyrics, lyrics, as, as and, and a lot of the <laughs> woo, lots of woos. Woo. Yeah, um, and this album rocks. 
So here's my... Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We got some hot <laughs> takes coming up. Um, huh. So I think when we do this, every time I listen to the album, I listen to it a little closer. As Like we say, first listens, just kind of casual. So I think by the time I'm on my third listen, I'm really getting into it. And... On this, I started to, uh, how do I put it? They sound, not not every song, but like this song, especially, it sounds to me like like a uh, jam band that wanted, that was in a punk phase. (laughs) Okay. And we've talked before that jam bands are not my jam. No. Sure. So I started to end. Just find an ending. Well, and that's kind of like, yeah. and uh, you know, it's, that's what I started to kind of hear is just like the bass line keeps going and the the guitar riff keeps going, but then there's some other instruments that's off riffing that's like a, like a jam band would. So, mm-hmm. again, I'm not saying like, you know, that means the album's a throwaway or anything. It was just something I started to notice. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Kirk, I totally agree with you. Okay. Like. Totally agree with you. I feel like the OCs are... Excuse me, it's OCs. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, OCS yeah, is man. the Grateful Dead of <laughs> Millennial Dirt Bags. Okay, okay. All right, okay. yeah. Yeah. And again, I, yeah. I, again, I think it comes back to if you're going to release the amount of music that you are releasing, it's not all going to be good. Yeah, and I'm not, and that's the thing too. Is I'm not saying like it's bad. Again, it's I think it's gonna more be... not my genre Truly. part of it. But like one thing I have taken from this album is I like a lot of the guitar work, and like I said earlier, the bass. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing I wrote down aside from this album. Rocks is great, great bass player, which yeah. is hilarious because uh, for some reason this track that I decided to write that on. His bass playing isn't really, it doesn't really diverge much. No, it's that same, yeah, yeah. And there are, and I didn't write them down, there are like, there's another song, might be coming up yet, where they do introduce like a viola or something, and I'm not sure, but yeah. So I dig that. So I'm just saying like, it was more of that jam band kind of stuff. But then when you talk about like, what if we were just all having a beer on a patio, this would be yeah, awesome. that, that like changes. Yeah. <laughs> that totally changes yeah. my thinking on it. So yeah, and uh, I don't know. Did did either of you guys get a chance to watch any of their live performances? I, no, I, I wanted to, no. but you got it when you get a shot. Just because I feel like um, that's why I have to call them the the Grateful Dead for Millennial Dirtbags <laughs> is because this is one of those bands that um, they're not very commercially successful. But they have such a cult following. Oh, okay. Sure. Their oh, tickets okay. sell out instantly. Their live shows, they just lose their minds. And uh, and a few of the shows I've seen, John Dwyer gets on the microphone. And he just goes, "Lean into it," <laughs> and uh, just everybody on stage loses their minds. Really? And um, and they just go totally wild. And in that way, it is very much a jam band type thing. It's not like a jam band where they play. They take a song and they make it 17 minutes well, long. Well, sure, yeah. But they'll play all throughout their whole catalog. Oh, and okay. uh, And people uh, 
probably take drugs. I wouldn't know. Probably. And, uh, and just lose their minds. You know what I need to do? I think tonight when I go home, I got to look up some YouTube videos. and. Uh, I remember concerts. Oh. Yeah. My Soon? Soon? I hope. Maybe. Our last concert was all over a year ago. Yeah, that's sick. Same. We went that's and sick. saw Motion City Soundtrack. Here. Sure did. Wow. Sure did. It was a good show. Mom, it was a good show. Mom Jeans yeah. open for him. Have you ever heard? Oh, that? I love Mom Jeans. <laughs> yeah, so good. they were Mom good. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I went to a show in the fall, and it was outdoors. And they said, "Don't tell the police." Oh. <laughs> and it was just a bunch of people under a bridge, and they put a drum set in the back of a truck, and it was a surf rock band called the Shivas. Nice. And it was so loud, and it was everything I needed in that moment. Yeah, nice. I need it again. Mm-hmm. I need nice. live music. Yeah, someday. I love that these bands are doing like virtual concerts. It's like that's not what <laughs> that's not what I'm spending the thirty dollars on. No, I, I'm no. spending the thirty dollars on the experience of seeing you in person. Yeah, like I'm not gonna Truly, yeah. I'm not uh-huh. gonna spend that money to see you through a Zoom call. It's just not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Sorry. Yeah, I can go to YouTube and watch. Yeah. you know, videos. Yes. I know so. somebody's gonna screen capture this and post it on YouTube. Oh later. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I've been to your virtual shows. Hmm. Yeah. Foo Fighters. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, we watched the Tool. Well, wait, you were there. Yeah. Yeah, Pussifer came out with Oh, Pussifer. What am I thinking? I don't know. Oh, because we listened We drank to... a bunch of good Caduceus wine and watched the Pussifer concert. No, no. You know what I'm thinking of? We did another party at Aaron's, and we listened to the Tool album when it released. Oh, yes. Yeah. And watched uh, uh, the Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal and it show. And ma- matched up perfectly it was with... Amazing. Sounds great. So yeah. this is going to be really random, Patrick, but you mentioned Foo Fighters. <laughs> and this is going to – please don't take this the wrong way. Oh, Whenever I hear the Foo Fighters song, Walk, I think of your mom. <laughs> Why? My because, mom? Yes, because okay. we were talking during the break about <laughs> that Easter that I went mm-hmm. to Portland with you, stayed at your house. And yeah. I don't know if she still does it, but your mom at the time was teaching classes online. Yeah. And that she played that song for her class. Incredible. And so that's all I think because it, it was so funny. She was she obviously has a specific time she has to start class, but yeah. I was still asleep on your couch, and I wake <laughs> I wake up to walk by Foo yeah. Fighters, and then your mom saying to her class because I think it was international yeah. students. Oh, it was uh, online public school. Yeah. So this is the newest Foo Fighters single. It's called Walk. It was in the movie Thor. Like, <laughs> so that's what I think of every time yeah. I hear that song. Yeah. My, <laughs> my mom taught online public school for probably five years. Now she's uh, online teaching community college because that's what all community college teachers are doing. But she would let her students choose a song that they were going to like listen to nice. while everybody was showing yeah. up to class. And it was always trash. It was like so much dubstep, uh, just trash. Like you could not trust middle schoolers who only go to school online to pick good music. No offense if you're a middle schooler listening to this. Pick I hope, better music. Yeah, I hope you ask right? your mom permission to listen to podcasts. Well, but if they're listening to this, maybe they're on the yeah, maybe they're on the lookout up up. for yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's just like every single time I hear that song, I'm like, oh yeah, incredible. The, the one time I met Patrick's mom, <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> huge Foo Fighters fan. Yeah. She is no you. Oh no. 
Oh. I was trying to joke about my mom. <laughs> oh, my. Is she listen? Hi, Patrick's mom. She's about to now that she knows. <laughs> now that she's she knows her son is on there. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. You guys want to go fishing? Yeah. You know what you put on the on the end of that line on a hook? What? A night crawler. <laughs> So the beginning of this song with just like the synth kind of sounds, uh-huh. it I got strong like seventies or eighties horror movie vibes sure. from it. Hell sure. yeah. You See, know, just I kinda... love the sound of this one. Yeah. Me too. That the just that kind of droning guitar and the you know the Yeah. So there's a a playlist I found on on Spotify that they put together, like the, the actual service put together called Hauntology, <laughs> which I guess is a genre of music. I wasn't aware okay. of this. But it's a lot of like that kind of synth sound. I always think of like old educational films. Sure. Oh. But it's awesome. And uh-huh. I found it when I was in class, so it's really good to study to. Cool. Okay. And so like BBC did a lot of like the experimental like with electronic music and so there's a lot of that on there mm. and that's kind of what I got from this is a, uh, on that playlist there's actually a few songs from John Carpenter oh yeah nice because he wrote a lot of the music yeah. for his own uh-huh. movies yep. mm-hmm. like famously does yeah. that like uh-huh. he, he wrote the Halloween theme yeah which is one of the most recognizable horror movie themes ever <laughs> truly another reason why we should do Nighthawks Yes. Oh, we, well, we talked about that on the break, so no one knows what we're talking oh, about. Oh, they don't. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, yeah, we, we should we should explore that, that anyway. idea that no one knows what we're talking so about. So that's yeah. kind of the vibes I got from this is like an old, like maybe Dario D'Argento horror movie, Ooh, you know, just very truly. gory, a lot of mist or fog. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I think a lot of this album is, it's called Floating Coffin. A lot of a lot of the themes explored are very spooky. Yeah, sure. In in kind of a fun like pulpy Elvira kind of cheesy way. Yeah. Well, you know what that reminds me of then is uh, Susan the Banshees. Yes, sure. That album was like so perfect to me for that 
time of year. Like That's Halloween. still one of my proudest moments of this podcast. <laughs> I seriously, like, not that I couldn't listen to that album now, but I almost wait. Like, I can't wait for October. And I'm going to, like, man, I'm going to put that album on. And, yeah. yeah. I can't wait for October so I can never listen to October Rust. Joey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry Joey's Joey. listening. Sorry, Joey. God, he's coming at you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that was, I love that song. Yeah, no, that Me one too. I enjoy the heck out of. Again, it's just very, like, droney. Yeah. Like, there's not uh-huh. a lot. It's weird because it seems like there's not a lot going on while there actually is, like, a ton going on. If that makes yeah. sense. I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah, I got. You. I know what you're saying. Yeah, and I would say there is not a lot going on because the band itself, I think, is like four or five people, mm-hmm. including two drummers. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, and yeah, and like li- just live recently, they have two drummers. Yeah, just recently, two drummers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe recently is in like the last decade. Yeah, but um, I guess yeah. When uh, I think 2015, that's yeah. still only like two years ago. Too, yeah, but. yeah. Um, but. Uh, one of the things I love about this band is that all that weird guitar work that's happening live, uh, John Dwyer's doing all that, and he's singing lead. Yeah. Dang. So he's just shredding and singing lead. There's no other guitar players. The only wow. other instance I've ever seen of a band with two drummers is when I got to see Builders and the Butchers open up for Manchester Orchestra. They have two drummers. Yeah, they do. And it's okay. wild. It's a really jarring thing to see live. <laughs> Because you you only expect to see one guy behind his kit in the background, but you got two drummers, they take up more space. Yeah. <laughs> so oh sure. It was just really jarring, huh. but it was yeah. really cool, and I'd never heard that band before, and I uh, like from that instant like just became a lifelong fan because Truly. of that. Like that yeah. was the standout thing for me. Nice. Yeah, I saw them here at the Liberty Theater. Wow. With my mother, nice. who loves Foo Fighters. Nice. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, she loves Walk, especially. Especially. Yeah. <laughs> well, friends. Well, yeah. We can go to Sweet's Helicopter. Let's do it. I couldn't think of anything for that. Don't get that <laughs> helicopter wet, uh, it'll dissolve. Bye. something weird I noticed on this one What's that? she sings with a almost what I took as like a, a, a Bollywood inflection interesting right there that I can see it yeah and like I know like yeah no I get that wait Bollywood is like the film yes what is like what would what would Indian... well no, no it's a genre of music too because is it a genre those, okay like, a lot it of is. Bollywood films are musicals well yeah that's so. true sure 
this, like, I've never seen a song with such a contrasting title to what the lyrics actually say. Yeah. Sweet's Helicopter. It's like, oh, that's in Candyland or whatever. Mm-hmm. And oh. this is Slade in Pairs. <laughs> like, that's the first line of the song. It's about killing we... people. Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, wow. Slade in Pairs. I pair. didn't look that close. What can we do with them? I swear I'll fly right by and exhume. Fair and scared, young and dead in the dust. I look down and see them looking up. That's all of the lyrics. Oh, yeah, I hear it. Yeah. I think that's what makes this album uh, so enticing to me is because you have that kind of darker elements. And then you have this, like, candy sweet, psych rock, rainbows kind of Uh feeling to it. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well... Should we move on so we can get Patrick to the bathroom here again? <laughs> yeah. We are we are running a little longer than, well, I guess not too bad, but uh, all our discussion on grunge and... Yeah, <laughs> I have been drinking beer. I just really had to know. I had to know why. Know why what? So how about we play Tunnel Time? Or what Kirk likes to call sex with his wife. Patrick Patrick didn't see that one coming. (laughs) Did you? First of all, I gotta say that was just poorly timed payback for all the jabs you've made. <laughs> I know. I said <laughs> I was gonna say that's usually my shtick. I've like, heard those. <laughs> uh, um, oh, and Alan, you didn't uh, tell everyone what penultimate means. Oh man, is this the penultimate song? <laughs> yeah, I mean yep. second to last. How could I have known? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love the energy on this one, and it's funny that you've mentioned how, like, you mentioned a few times already how nuts their live shows are. Because that's what I wrote on this one. I said, I want to mm-hmm. see them live. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to get yeah. the shit kicked out of me to this song. Truly. Sure. Truly. I want to be having a bad time at this show. Yeah. I want to just, <laughs> but, like, yeah. I want to, like, be furious that, like, my glasses are lost in the crowd by now. Like, they're oh, getting no. knocked <laughs> off. I'm like, I want to have a bad time at, at the time, but then reflect on it and go, that was actually pretty fun. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I. Just to be a little bit of a of a music nerd about it, I feel like the way this album is mixed is very much a live type of mixing. Yeah. In that the guitar and the drums are in the front, and then the drums and the vocals are kind of back a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's it reminds me of being at a live rock show because you usually can't actually understand what the lead singer is saying. Oh, okay. You yeah. hear the vocals, you hear... You probably know the words, 
but usually it's just so loud. Yeah. And I so feel like your brain almost fills that in for you yeah. at a concert. You're like, yeah. oh, this sounded amazing. It yeah. really didn't, though. <laughs> yeah, I can see sure, that. Uh-huh. But, but I just feel like it's mixed so loud. And I'm almost wondering if, you know, when they recorded this, they were all in the same room. Like, recording live. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only way they could capture this kind of manic sound is if they were all in the same room hmm. doing it. It's possible. I know everybody who played in this on this record was in the touring band, mostly, except for the viola player and the harpsichord player. Okay. I haven't heard that viola yet, have I? It's, you haven't. You'll hear it. Is it? Yeah, I mean, we've only got one more track to discover that, so... Okay, no spoilers, but you're going to hear it. <laughs> no spoilers, but it's, but it's probably in the next song. <laughs> You'll hear it in another okay. song. Don't All right, worry. that's where it is then. I was wondering, too. I was like, I know it's in here somewhere. Okay. So... This is your last chance, Patrick. Do you want to bring us into this very last track? I don't know how I would. It's truly. <laughs> Literally, all we say is, should we go into it? Yeah. Should we listen to The next track is called Minotaur. That's a cello, you uncultured swine. I said maybe. I don't know. Not according to Wikipedia. saw me chuckling just now this one thing that occurred to me just uh-huh. now with this track they picked the last song on the album to make the lyrics most discernible truly yeah <laughs> no seriously i'm just sitting here laughing like i can understand what he's singing now yeah. and i had a rev- i had like a similar because as i've listened to this album this song minotaur i've been like i fucking love this song hell yeah and it's one of this is like the one music video they released for the album. Yes, I, the, and I haven't watched that song. either. But I, but now, oh, oh yeah, they did uh, okay. Dumb Cutter. Yes. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it it makes me think that we've talked before that this song is quite different than the rest of the album. Yeah, and that was the other thing that occurred to me is that they waited until the last track to also make it like super slow. Yeah. Sure. It's it really stands out from the rest of the album. So that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I think it's telling of my taste that this song 
really stands out to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the whole album had sounded like this, man, I'd be, man, I would just be. And we haven't, yeah. we haven't dived too deep into like the meanings of these songs, really. But it's pretty apparent from this one. It's like you're in a dead end job. Sure. Yes. Yes. We yes. get that. Sure. But don't worry about it. Just be happy. <laughs> you know, like it's it's fine. So I, I really like this one. I like that it is so different from the rest of the album. And it's maybe first. Oh, sorry, I just heard a part I really like. The la la la's sound. Oh, he la-la. sounds so bored. Yeah, and I love that. There's been He's so just, many throughout the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La 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 la. Yeah. La-la-la. So maybe, and I'm really just like totally spitballing here maybe this was like this is the most important song on the album Hmm. and we're going to make it sound as different as we can to like drive that point home maybe I could be wrong though I mean they also sound like the kind of band who's just like no fuck it we just make music and uh (laughs) seriously enjoy it or not we don't care yeah sure sure yeah I think honestly the way that I see it is that this band is so excited about recording music yeah. and so excited about making music that they don't really care mm. how it's perceived or how um, the lyrics come across. I think, like, uh, you know, there's some bands, like, you know, we were talking about Manchester Orchestra earlier. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was off mic. I don't remember. Um, but there's bands like that that the lyrics mean so much and they break your heart and you get oh, them yeah. tattooed on you. Oh, yeah. And this is not that band. This is not sure. that band at all. Yeah, but I will say, if I could find a font that that perfectly encapsulates la 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 la, like I get that, <laughs> I'd get that tattooed on me. Sure. If there was a bored font, yeah, or a sarcastic font, I'd totally get. Yeah. I'll say just la, like la, la. just just. I mean, you could just do any, you know, just impact. Just <laughs> yeah. la 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 la. Sure. Impact's perfect. Just, yeah. Yeah. So we are at the point in our episode where we do a couple of things, Patrick, as you're probably familiar with as our biggest fan. Uh, wow, biggest fan. He said nice. so himself. Actually, I might have imprinted that on you. <laughs> uh, we talk about our final thoughts on the album. Um, I am out of breath listening to this album. It was just so high energy. Yeah. For the most part, uh, that last track almost reminds me of like when I've gone on a run and I do like a cool down at the end sure. where I'm just kind of jogging, just kind of jogging. And then I slow down to a walk. You know, that's what it reminds me of. Um, again, I would love to see them live. And I think that they let me read my notes here. What did I put down? Uh, it felt like it was made with a clearer vision than White Reaper. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's kind of my takeaway from the album. I really enjoyed this album. Um, even down to the album art, which is kind of freaky to look yeah, at. Yeah, it's, it's just weird. like yeah, a bunch of strawberries and like eyes and fangs. Yeah. yeah, it's like vampire strawberries or something. Something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kirk? Uh, I think I'm, I'm mostly there with you. Um, again, I think there were a couple tracks that were like I had mentioned. Ah, uh, yes, your famous hot takes. And I think <laughs> those maybe lost me a little more. For sure. Uh, but like like um, the second track, uh, Toe Cutter, and then Minotaur, mm-hmm. the last track, those I think were amazing. I yeah. loved them. 
I, I, I really want to I want to go home now and like I said watch some live videos and watch the music video for those songs and uh, so yeah I mean not a you know not a throwaway album by any mean yeah what about you what are your what yeah. are your, uh, out of the the years you've been listening to this album what are your thoughts <laughs> I you know really I, I when I listen to this band I listen all across their discography mm. so I was trying to think what is the album you start with. And I think this is my favorite one because okay. it's got that level of spookiness kind of behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's got some slower songs. It's got some really upbeat songs. And it's it's that perfect melding of garage rock and psych rock. Um, and, you know, it's, I'm sure you guys are like me, but you really get into a band and you listen to them all the time and you think, is this my favorite band? Yeah. And then three weeks later, you find a different band, and you're like, is oh. this my favorite band? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's yep. me right now. I'm in the thick of it, feeling like I love this band. They're my favorite band. Okay. They can do no wrong. Cool. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I had to recommend it to you all because I feel like I had to agree with the White Reaper episode being like, it's a good album, but every song they're doing the same thing. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just so boring. Yeah, this was just different enough. Yeah. Is that it kept Yeah, I would definitely going. agree with yeah. that. But this was not, it did not follow that kind of just sameness, you know, sure. over every song. Yeah. It sure. Like it didn't have that. Every song, you know, on White Reaper was let's be loud and in- incoherent. Yeah. I mean, we're not it was, here. We're, it was we're, the come same, on, what if Dennis is listening? It was the same <laughs> kind of with this album, but it just seemed like they knew where they, where they were going with it. Sure, sure. They so, made that yeah. album 14 years ago, right. you know, and yeah, now, yeah. They're, now they're 14 albums later. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing that we do at the end of an episode is we do a playlist pick, and we have been deferring that to the guests. So... What's uh, what's out of these ten tracks would you like to go on our official? You've never heard this playlist. Toe cutter, thumb Nice, good right. right. yeah. Nice. Yep, I, I like that. that. Um, you guys, thanks for listening, Patrick. Thanks for being yes, here. Yes, thank you, Patrick. This Happy was, to be here. You're the, this was quite so far the only <laughs> guest that we haven't invited on. You just texted me and said I want to be on your podcast. Yeah. So we appreciate That's that. That's perfect. Yeah. So. And we had quite the adventurous day, so that's... We did. Know. We sure did. Oh, man. We weren't going to talk about it, but it took us a while to get started on this A while? Like, and, what, uh, two hours, three I hours? I think so, yeah, ah. something like that. Anyway, if you like what we're doing and you haven't oh. already, please rate and review us. We got the strangest review on our podcast probably <laughs> so far. I was um, going to say, we have to... We have to... We do. Make a someone, make a correction. Someone out there took us seriously when we said rate us five stars, but say whatever you want in the review. We got a five star review on Apple Podcasts from someone named Soup Dog. Hi, Soup Dog. Don't know who you are, as far Ooh. as I know. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, so. I'm going to read this review out loud because it was a five-star review, yes. but we have a correction. We to do it. have a correction. We made a mistake. So it says, light on research, but entertaining. Listened exclusively to the episode on Pink Floyd's The Final Cut record. Great insight and observations, but every time you mentioned Roger Waters' skill on lead guitar, I wanted to take my phone outside and run it over with my car. Come on, guys. Neither one of you knows David Gilmore is the legendary guitar player in Pink Floyd. 
Apparently not. Uh, while the album is a Roger Waters solo work under the Pink Floyd banner, Gilmore is all over it with his guitar work. Other than that, great show. Yeah. That is the most baffling review I've ever seen. So thank you for the five stars. Well, not wrong. Dog. I mean, you are not wrong. We no. did not do our due diligence. And you were absolutely correct. David Gilmore is clearly yes. the more talented yes. guitar player in Pink Floyd. And that was but a mistake. We just let... In my uh, defense, I really didn't give a shit about that album. So. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so it's more on me then. Yep. But, sure is. <laughs> but thank you for the review. Yeah, like, thank I mean, you. We really appreciate it. And uh, calling us out. That's fine. Yeah. You know. you know, when we say, tell us how we're doing, yeah. we mean That's, it. I mean, I, you know, we're going to make mistakes. Yep, we're getting we close are. to forty episodes here, so yeah, that's a lot Real of content. Soon. So. Real soon, that's almost a year's worth of episodes. Yeah, it is. Anyway, we love you guys. Love you guys. If you wanna let us know how we're doing, send us a review like Soup Dog did. Uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Uh, email us at neverheardpod at gmail You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under the same handle. Patrick, thank you again. Thanks for being on. Yeah, happy to be here. Honored. We, I'm your biggest fan. We're you are. Aww. You are definitely our biggest fan. Uh, we're gonna play it by ear. Sounds like you might be on the next episode. Might not. Uh, that's just due to those technical difficulties yes. we had. But uh, anyway, we love you guys. We'll love see you. See you next week. See ya.